Gentlemen, I am giddy with excitement to be back in here, Barclay Street, Broadcast Central. My name is Tim Young, and with me is my compadre, Luke Massey. Good evening, Luke. Good evening, Tim. It is good to be back, isn't it? It's fantastic. Lockdown's all done. We're back. We're here. We're ready to go. How was your weekend? Uh, weekend was big, big, as you well know. Yeah, I do well know. We had a, a little bit of product given to us by our new partners. Indeed, yeah. Fat Pixie. And uh, we sampled it. We sampled it. Oh, did we sample it? All right, beautiful. So, look, tonight, uh, Luke's going to go through the annals of history to answer the question, what did people use for toilet paper before toilet paper? paper existed. Yeah, well, it's an important head question. Head scratcher, that one, mate. It is, not just a head scratcher. Well, I talk about the Olympics, because let's face it, it's everywhere right now. Former Shield cricketer Lachlan Stevens is, <coughs> excuse me, give us an update on stuff. Uh, tonight's special guest is comedian, mental health campaigner and Dunkeld resident Ben Gaylard. Very excited about this one. Benny G, he's a great fella. As always, we have uh, regular segments, Mailbag, That's Crap, and the Justin Murphy Award. It's just all very, very exciting. A lot I'm, happening, mate. How are we going to fit all that into uh, two hours? Two hours, I don't know but we're going to give it a red hot go so peel back the plastic at the corner put us on for six to seven minutes on high because it's time for fat and ginger And it is a beautiful. It was a beautiful day today. Well, it still is. It's still it's, because lots of things could still happen, Tim. It's well, it's true. No, that's right. We still got four hours ish of today left, haven't we? We have. And yeah. in two of those hours, found gingers on. So how good's that? Well, magic, magic. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what has been on today. What's that? The Olympics. Yeah, we've been loving it, haven't we? The eleventy squillionth Olympiad or whatever it is this time. <laughs> I haven't even. Yeah, I don't know. Don't care what that is. So, yeah. but you know what? I'm surprised at how much I've actually enjoyed the Olympics. I didn't think I would. But is, I, it, is it a lockdown thing? Is it because we haven't really got anything else to do? I think there's part of that. I think it's partly lockdown. I also think it's partly because it's in Tokyo, so it's on during the day. So when you're at home with nothing to do, you can just flick on the Olympics mm. and immerse yourself in like the women's 10-metre air pistol shooting, yeah, which I'm now an expert. We're massive fans of that for the rest of the four years, aren't we? I am. And also equestrian uh, and dressage. Yeah. Uh, I know that you're a keen follower oh, of the sport. I, I love dressage. There's some obscure sports you get into, isn't there? Yeah, there is. And, and suddenly you're sitting on the couch at home you're an expert in something that you've never watched before. And have no idea about. Nah. But then someone goes, oh, what's this? And you feel like you can tell them because you listen to the commentary for 10 minutes. That's right. Remember there was a lady that won the modern pentathlon in the last Olympics? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, everyone in Australia was a gun at the modern pentathlon. And everyone's trying to reel off the seven sports that are in it. Oh, I can't. Could you? No. No? I imagine I'm running would be one. Shooting? Shooting, yeah. It's quite, and I think there's, it's like, I don't know. See? See, no idea. But we were all happy that Aussie, insert name here, won yeah. the gold medal. So we don't even know a name. No. Because it was four years ago. It was five. Five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah, so in the meantime, we've forgotten all about it and we moved have. on with our life. Now, look, I'm getting a bit sick, though, of watching elite athletes compete. I have an idea. Would you like to hear it? Go on. So what I think we should do is have the average Olympics. The average Olympics. So what happens is, if I can just run you through a hypothetical, right. the situation is Luke Massey's sitting there at home. He gets a letter in the mail delivered, signs for it, and in that thing it says, Luke, you're going to compete in the 200 metres for Australia at the Olympics. See, in- it's, not like, it's like a draft. It's, it's like national service. Yeah. yeah. So four weeks' time, you're competing in the 200 metres at the Olympics. Here's your ticket. Here's your accommodation. Better get yourself ready. Now, you're allowed to do some training between then and... But you can't prep for it. You don't waste four years No, 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 no. It has to be average. Yeah. So, obviously, and there's other rules. So, if you're hungover, 
you get a 10 meter handicap, so yeah. you start 10 meters shorter. So really, right. it's, what it's going to do is it's going to sort of foster that hands across the ocean thing because the drunker you get the night before, the shorter race you have to run. That's great. So like you'll be off about 50 meters. That's a, a literal <laughs> handicap. It is, that's yeah. right. And so like Usain Bolt's back there at the 400 meter mark. Yeah, you'll never catch me. I've only got 50 meters to go. That's right. And you'll be yeah. <laughs> giving him the bird as you run down the straight. <laughs> but so, uh, look, I, I don't mind that. But what about we adjust it slightly mm. and choose events that are maybe not in use now. So maybe there could be like an eating competition. Eating competition, how many hot dogs in 60 seconds? Yeah, something like that. And you become an Olympic hero. They put you on the front of Wheaties boxes. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's things that I'll never be able to compete in, Tim. No, that's right. Yeah. And it'd be funny to say, to, you, know, you know, here comes Tim Young in the weightlifting, trying to lift 150 kilos. You just come out with a like, cheeseburger in your hand, just look at it and go, <laughs> lift them back. <laughs> that's too much. Yeah, there could be a few like that. There could be, what else could they do? Uh, maybe walking along oh. with it doing the alphabet backwards and touching your nose. No, I like that one, but here's one. Yeah. Uh, sponsored by Aldi Supermarkets. Yeah, how to pack. How to pack at Aldi. Yeah, right? I like that. And you end up, how to avoid the shelf of shame. Yeah, they would be someone I'd consider a hero. If you managed to pack everything before he stacked it up yeah. or she'd stacked it up, I mean, to me, that's the pinnacle of sport. It's like adult Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Adult Tetris, definitely. Let's have a song. You know what? It's all right. I know I said you were going to lead in, but do you know what I'm going to say about the end of that song? What? Self-indulgence. Well, it's Lady Gaga. I think some people can get away with it, and she is quite striking when she's uh, singing that bit at the end, don't you think? Oh, I haven't seen the film clip. No, I haven't either. I'm not talking about her looks. I'm talking about the way she sings it. Oh. I I didn't think that was self-indulgence. I think it was a really cool way to end the song, Tim. Right, thanks. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I just want to actually sort of say, though, I'm a big fan of Lady Gaga. Yeah, I reckon she's great. I think she's a real show person yeah fantastic uh, and what a voice yeah, yeah. what a voice yeah. And, uh, so you're happy with her like she's not Missy Higgins or anything like no, that no 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 you happy for me to play her oh, more of Lady Gaga less of Missy Higgins alright no worries we know what Tim likes <laughs> that's it so All right. now, I've got a bit of a topic to talk about now like we said at the top of the show we had a big weekend Tim we did our partner Fat Pixie dropped off a couple of slabs for us to try did to sample before we get in bed with someone we want to sample the product don't we we do oh no we just can't put our name behind that we've got a very high standard and we we're not just going to take anyone but cash are we so <laughs> having but, said that if you're offering cash out there we will take it give us a call on five triple three one two zero we will do anything literally anything especially after a few fat pixies so anyway we had a big weekend and because of that i spent a couple of mornings being sunday morning and this morning Doing a bit of soul searching, Tim. Mm. Sitting around the house, just feeling sorry for myself. I like to call those uh, lifestyle re-evaluation sessions. Well, they <laughs> seem to be every Sunday, Monday morning these days. But one of the things that did come into my mind was, <coughs> I don't know why it popped into my mind, but suddenly I started thinking about toilet paper. I think it was because we've got different loos, yes. me and you, yeah. and we've got different toilet paper. I didn't know if you knew that. I didn't know But that. I snuck down and used the other toilet the other day, and I go, oh, he's got the soft stuff. Yeah. He didn't buy this at Aldi. No, 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 no. So I, I felt a little bit lush with it. Yeah. You know, it's quite it's, aesthetically it, pleasing. It's a luxury one can afford and one can give oneself. <laughs> well, when you get to that point in life when you can afford two-ply, you've made it, <laughs> you've I think. <laughs> so, but it, it made me think, like, what did they use before? And I'm interested to know. You've, you've kept this from me. I know. So well, I have. I did a little bit of research about five minutes ago during that song. Yeah. And uh, had a quick look. And I found this little chart right. of, of how it all's come about. Now, can you see that, the picture that's on there? Uh, yes. So to, to, to show about human history, they've got a, 
what looks to be a, a blonde boy sitting down with a, shall we say, a cobra curled up beneath him. Right. right? An actual, it's not a photo, it's a drawing. Yeah. And it says, for most of human history, there was no single specific product, right? We simply use whatever natural resources were to hand. Now, have a look what's to hand, Tim. What is next to him? What is that? I can't it's like see. some sort of dingo or a dog or something. No, I don't think the dog would be too happy about that. Well, maybe they didn't have peanut butter back That's then. That's right. Well, we were reliably informed by someone who was on the show previous that uh, pine cones aren't as bad an option as you might think. So, <laughs> if things get to that point, well, mate, yeah. somewhat abrasive, I would imagine. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be pleasant, would it? No, it's a little image coming to my mind about <laughs> you at home. But it says here that 18th century mm. people started using paper, but there wasn't a specific product made. Mm. They used to rip it out of bad books. Yeah, that's no, so like a fair treatment. What a bad review for your book. That's right. You know, when you put something out, you spent years working on it, perfecting it. Back then, there wasn't a lot of printing like there is now, so it probably yep. took a long time to get out. And then people just go, eh, let's go into the shitter. There you, or you find your book in the toilet paper section <laughs> of the supermarket. Or the bookstore. Of the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the new releases. Okay, well, I spent ages writing that. Yeah, that's yeah, the, it's four years of my life. In the crapper section. Yeah, anyway, I need some, one. so grab your own book. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you've got to use your own book, things are going really bad. That's right. But they started actually producing it mm. in the Victorian era. So okay. what's the Victorian era? Was oh, late 1800s. Late 1800s. I'm happy to be corrected. Give us a call on 53320. They're not going to call, you're just, I don't know, but it sounds good. It sounds professional, right? Yeah, but our listeners are going to go, well, we're all in Victoria. <laughs> oh, so yeah. we, we, it actually got mass produced. And back then, it was when it first got made, it was just for your aristocrats and people that you know, could afford it. I so guess. you really had made it. Yeah. If you had toilet paper. If you had toilet paper, you'd made it. I mean, two plot. Oh, the kings and queens, mate. So, but uh, it was actually produced in the 1950s. That can't be right. What does it say? My parents were born in the 50s. Like, they were <laughs> using bark and leaves and things like that. Sandpaper. Um, I, I need to research this better rather than reading it while I'm talking. <laughs> I probably should have prepped a little bit better. But <laughs> it's a story of our lives, isn't it? But yeah, it's just it's one of those things you never wonder about and go, no. well, what did they use? Because it, it's probably only been around for the last 150 years at, what, at best. That's right. Well, what did people use for toothbrushes? Things like that, you see. Yeah, well, that's probably why they all had bad teeth. That's right. Well, they're doing yeah. the movies anyway. No, that's right. Hey, that was a really shit topic. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's go to a song. Yep. Um, what's his name, the artist? Uh, what was his name? Um, that, Vanilla Ice. That was Vanilla Ice, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. He should have mentioned his name <laughs> from the top. Um, <laughs> so well, I, I, well, he had some weird name. I remember it was his like, real name. Yes, Rip Van Winkle or something. Yeah, it, like. was, it was too. Yeah, it was, it was very maybe odd. not that, but it's Rip Van Winkle, isn't it? Like it was unusual. I remember, and yeah. that's why he went with the Vanilla Ice. Yeah. But interestingly, he got in a bit of trouble because that baseline is a Queen baseline. Mm-hmm. That's from, I think, Under Pressure. Yeah. Did he not ask permission before I he did? I don't it? think he did. And really? I, I think, though, he paid royalties later on. Oh, he'd have to have. Yeah. But if, it, if Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree and men at work owe them money, yeah. like that's just a straight yeah. ripoff of Queen's song. John Deacon's finest work. Who's John Deacon? Oh, please, Luke, come on. Oh, did he start is, is university? The... <laughs> well, he did, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was the bass player for Queen. Wasn't there a John Deacon that started the university It's named after? That's Alfred Deacon. Alfred Deacon. Yeah, it's spelled, spelled differently. Yeah, right. Yeah. No um, great song. Good I back and forth. Like, this is, <laughs> this is top quality stuff. You can see why people wait up on a Monday night. Oh. You know? But look, I think uh, with uh, Vanilla Ice, mm. the pinnacle of his career was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. We're seeing that. Yeah, he was in that. As himself, and he just like they started fighting in a nightclub, and he just kept singing. 
up on stage while these if things are going at it. Do you know what? I reckon my career's peaked higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was all downhill from there for him, actually. Oh, geez, that's grim, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think we should have mailbag. Yeah, okay. Well, let me play the jingle, Tim. Oh, I can't wait. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. All right, Luke, you've been opening up the mail this week. So, I did, uh, yeah, I went through. There was a few there, a few that didn't make it because they were too nice. I like to go for the ones where they abuse us, Tim. Well, the algorithm gives you bad news more than good yeah, news. Yeah, and you know, people will send some nice ones in. That's great. We love that. Thank yep. you so much. We're really appreciative. See how I'm turning over a new leaf? Yeah, it's good. I like uh, it. But we, we, we want to see abuse. some funny ones, don't we? And to and, that end. And these are the ones. Right. So we've got Mark from Lucas. Mm. Is that... It's What's a su- suburb of Ballarat, new suburb up in the northern part. Yep. Oh, okay, new suburb. Yeah. And they called it Lucas. Newish. Yeah? Yeah. So this wasn't an old name. They've no. renamed it recently. I'll tell you what, you can do some research on that for the next show. How about yeah, that? Yeah, I'm not really interested in that. <laughs> Been listening to your show, mm. very poor. Huh. Yeah. Are you guys on air just to show that anyone can do it? You are the Gavin Robertson of oh, radio. Oh, wow. The Gavin Robertson of radio, Tim. Well, at least you didn't call us the Ashley Giles of radio. Well, that could have been worse, couldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Now, Gavin Robertson, for those who don't know, oh. was a spinner. He played a few tests for Australia, I reckon. Did he? I reckon he did. I reckon one he or might two. have. But not many. He wasn't, he wasn't great, was he? Left arm straight breaks. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So, no, no. Sorry, he was an off spinner, wasn't he? He was right. And, and was he sorry. after the warning? Era. Nah, ooh, that's a good question. He might have been around about the same, same time, time. Uh, but yeah, just a, a pretty terrible player, I think, from what the point that Mark from Lucas is trying to make. We should also point out that he played international cricket and we never did, so he's yeah, a far probably, probably a little bit better than us. <laughs> what about Lockie? Would he be better than former nah, Shield cricketer Lockie Stevens? No, nah. I think Lockie Stevens have covered. Oh, I absolutely would. Uh, In fact, we can ask him later on. But I like the fact he's been listening to your show very poor. Mm. Like, so he's still listening or? See, I don't hear anything else in that other than he's been listening. Yeah, yeah. Great that's all stuff. I hear. That's a positive for me. Yeah, so Keep we listening. win. Yeah, if you hate us, that's great. As long as you're listening. <laughs> so it. just everyone at uh, Fat Pixie, just look, we've got another listener. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. We're going very well. We're up to three, three now. Yeah. Uh, two with mum's having the night off. <laughs> so next one, Jeff in North Geelong. Okay, yeah. Been watching the Olympics. Mm. I think gingers should have their own country. Gingerstan. Gingerstan. I like it. I do too. Yeah, I think we should have our own country too. I think if you put gingers all together in a group, we'd take over the world. I don't think we'd be sitting back doing nothing no. anyway. We'd be at war a lot. Yeah, there'd be a lot of stinking on. Yeah, yeah. a lot of wars. We're very angry people. We are. Find it hard to control our tempers at times. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So, look, and that's okay. Someone's got to be fighting. You've got to keep the, the war would, machine going. Where would you put it? Uh, Gingerstan? Yep. I think there's plenty of room in the middle of Australia, isn't there? Well, it's a bit sunny and stuff. Yeah, no, we'll all burn <laughs> We're not somewhere cold. Yeah, we need Antarctica. Danny Tassie. Yeah, somewhere down there. Yeah, big hats. Um, and I think, you know, at the Olympics, how would we go? Oh, What fantastic. do you think our, our medal tally would be? Well, remember the guy who won the pole vault for Australia? He was Ginger. He was, yeah. yeah. We'll have him. Yeah, even though I can't remember the poor bloke's name. So. We'll have to put cricket in so we can get Stokesy. That's it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ed Sheeran would be there to sing the national anthem for he us. He would, yeah. Yep. And it goes on. In fact, you know, maybe we can come up with a list of events that gingers could compete. Gingers would be good at. That's it. A lot of indoor events. <laughs> That's indoor bowls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the last one, we've yep. got Ben from Durham in UK. Hey. 
Ben from Durham, UK. Yeah, go on. I'd rather face Brett Lee with a chili crammed up his ass than come on your <laughs> shitty little radio show, Stop Pestering My Manager. I reckon that might be who we're talking about. That might oh, be Ben Stokes. could be, could it? Mate, that's, look, I think that's a pretty unreasonable response from Ben there. Well, I think someone sent it in pretending Brett to be Brett Lee ben. with a chili pepper crammed up his ass? Surely he wouldn't take the time to message us to say stop messaging. Yeah, maybe not, sure. but hey, look. That'd be his manager's job, wouldn't so it? So instead of one a week now, it's going to be two a week, and I think we should also- Wait, We it. up it? Yeah, we I up mean, it. He's pretty angry, isn't he? Yeah, that's all right, like, I'm a bit scared now, because he's sort of almost- Is that a little bit threatening? Nah, it is, but he's a pussycat. He'll be right. Yeah. And also what we should do is send a couple to Ed Sheeran's management too. And just ask, yeah. ask a question. Yeah, he does that. stuff like that. He was on Hamish and Andy's show. Um, Nicole Kidman will get her on. Yeah. Because yeah. even though she's blonde and all Hollywood now, she's still a she ginger. She was a ginger. Like BMX bandits. Oh, and um, Bangkok Hilton. Yeah, she was. a six-foot-tall, red-headed woman sneaks out of Bangkok after escaping from prison. Yeah. Fantastic storyline. Well, she disguised herself well, didn't she? Yeah, that's right. By Blended doing in perfectly. She's like a chameleon. Yeah. A big red chameleon. Yeah. So, uh, look, uh, Ben from Durham, if it is the Ben Stokes. Look, thanks just, for listening. Just, <laughs> thanks for listening, one. Come down, see us. We'll go to a nightclub afterwards and get in a fight. That's right, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk it out. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right, what are we going to do now? We're going to play some music. Uh, I think a song and then uh, form a shit with cricket at Lachlan Stevens. Okay, can I play? Uh, we did this a few weeks back. Tim, mm-hmm. and I did ask your permission. I didn't do it tonight, but I've got another one of mine. Yeah, please. Do you reckon that'd be okay? Of course it would. All right. This one's called I Wrote for My Daughter's Are, and it's called When You're Around. Oh. Complicated as we move through cages and no one ever. 
Mate, I, uh, I really like that. Yeah, thank you, mate. I think it's, you should have more of your music. No, I think that's about it now. Like I said, I'm too fat and ginger and old these days. So. Yeah, but you weren't then. Uh, yeah, that was only a couple of years ago. <laughs> was that like? I was just as fat and ginger. Yeah, then. you were, yeah. But, that's, um, that's nah, it's just, just a bit of fun, mate. No, nah, it's nice. I enjoyed it. So, look, you're going to get Paul Michelle Cricket and Lachlan Stevens on the phone, and I'm going to do the weather for our listeners. That sounds like a plan. All right. So, listeners, uh, right now, it is a very balmy four degrees, feels like negative 0.2. The current air pressure is 1,007.7 hectopascals. And congratulations to Barry from Seaford, who guessed the correct air pressure tonight. So he wins a two tickets to Barry Manilow whenever he comes out next. I'm making this all up on the well, spot. His funeral or something. <laughs> he's not dead. He's not dead, is he? No, but he should be. Well, hang on. Barry Manilow's all right. Oh, come on, mate. Some hey, of the crap you Copacabana. Lockie's just come on now, yeah. and he's had to listen to you say how good Barry Manilow is. Anyway. Hang, oh, hang on, hang on, Lockie, before you start talking, mate, you know the drill by now. Hang on one sec. <laughs> um, just bear with me. Where uh, There we go. All right. And that's not coming through. <laughs> awesome. Oh, no. I'm going to do it properly. I'm going to take it back. Here we go. And now it's time for an update on stuff. Uh, it's the, the time of the week that I look the most forward to is when we get to talk to either Associate Professor Dave Bate or former Shield cricketer Lachlan Stevens. And today it's Lachlan Stevens. G'day, Lockie. Oh, how are you? Lucky day, Lachlan. Hello, boys. How are you? Oh, tip see you again. It's uh, a shame that we're in lockdown and... No, hang on. Are we in Lockie Down? No, we're not in Lockie Down. No. You're in Lockie Down. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Good idea moving up to Queensland, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been very smooth for us. Very, very smooth. Um, <laughs> are you going around? Are you going around whenever you talk to the rare people that you can talk to these days, like, you know, people at supermarkets and who, other humans you can interact with? You go, oh, I live in. people do you talk to at supermarkets? Oh, so during, he doesn't just talk. On, he leaves out the front. During lockdown, you talk to whoever you can get your hands on because you're not interacting <laughs> with many people. But you go and go, oh, I lived in Victoria last year. I've got this. Any advice you want, I'm happy to, you know, help you out. No, but I might start wearing that, uh, like, a note around my neck or something like that. Depending <laughs> on what to talk about it. It's a good idea. Hey, we had a question. We were discussing a, a former cricketer, and I know that, you know, you're a nice bloke and you wouldn't want to say anything disparaging. No, but you probably know him. Are you a better cricketer than Gavin Robertson? No. Really? Yeah. Maybe you're left arm. Like Australia. Yeah, but you should have. Just you were unlucky. Well, let's, let's just calm that down. I'm not sure where you're getting that information from. Yeah, I was a bit uh, stiff as well, mate. So Yeah, I mean, mm. we've all been a bit unlucky. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Timmy probably should have played for Queensland with that bowling action that he had. Um, <laughs> well, they do need a sideboard every now and then. <laughs> don't, I mean, don't encourage him with that, Lucky. Every time he makes a head size joke, six. you encourage him. Yeah. To bowl six wides is an extraordinary performance. It was, uh, yeah. Pretty impressive. No, I don't know how to go awesome. with the bat, mate, when they don't make helmets that big. So there's going to be a few <laughs> obvious spots. Sorry, Tim. I'm, That's all right. That's I'm, okay. I, mean, I said I was going to turn over a new leaf with you, didn't you I? You're going to let Lockie speak. You know, he's why the, why is uh, Gavin Robinson come up? He was a, he was a terrific off spinner. For, yeah, no, don't worry about so, it. No, no, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you why. Because someone wrote in and said that we are the Gavin Robertson of radio. Now, they didn't right. elaborate, but it didn't sound like they were trying to be kind. So we thought maybe, maybe, maybe he wasn't a good. underrated. Maybe underrated. Oh, I like it. Oh, there we go. A whole new spin on it. Hang on, just let me find that um, the, the Marbay thing. Uh, been listening to your show, very poor. Are you guys on air just to show that anyone can do it? You are the Gavin <laughs> Robertson of radio. So yeah, maybe you thought we're underrated. <laughs> 
Right, maybe maybe not as underrated a theme as I was hoping for there. But no, 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 we can't claim sounds, that. I but... mean, Dave Fade, Dave Fade really shouldn't uh, drink and type yeah, in right the right. radio station, should he? <laughs> that's right. Um, I had a uh, – tell me what you think about this, guys. I had a mate the other day um, talking to me about the COVID crisis as we're going back into lockdown up in southeast Queensland. Mm. And I, I'm happy to take your advice, uh, or obviously your listeners' advice, who think you're the Gavin Robinson of radio. Um, but he he said that in the end, Donald Trump was right about how to treat oh. it. And that's the information that he's now getting is that um, Trumpy was correct from a medical perspective. And I didn't know how to react to that. Have yeah, you got the- any tips for me as to how to respond? I've found in my life when faced with awkward, any awkward situation of any sort during my whole life, deflection and changing the topic is the best way to go mm. every time. So what you really want to say is, listen, you're a blithering idiot. That's obviously not correct. You can't say that. But you can't say that because he's your mate. So what you say is, geez, I love strawberry ice cream. <laughs> just change it. It's just completely non-sequitur. And, and that is true. He says that a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Strawberry milk yeah. is only good when it's really cold. And they just go mm. some complete other tangent, and he'll be so thrown by That's this. It's not going to help Lockie yet, though. No, can't. it is. Deflection is one of the key social Why skills you've got to have. Strawberry ice cream. No, but does they have <laughs> hokey pokey then? <laughs> Praline and whatever, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be good advice, mate. Maybe you just got to go with Trumpy. You're an idiot. Just you're a Trumpy, you mate. Luke, you think just agree with him and, and soothe the uh, soothe the conversation that way? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, there's just a, placate him. There's a saying, isn't there, about playing chess against a pigeon? Right, you're never going to win, are you? Never going to win playing chess against a pigeon. They're just going to knock all the pieces over and shit on the board. So, like Luke, says, just agree with them and move on. Sounds like a couple of my marriages you just described there. So. I feel like you've got that close to right, Timmy, but I'm not sure that's quite right. <laughs> no, I think it is, isn't it? I don't know. He just comes out with his own sayings these days, mate. He's got a little bit I, of I've ego. I've heard it before that yeah. no matter what happens with the pigeon, he's still going to step around the ball and, and, and pretend that he won. Yeah, that's mm. yeah, that's it. Thank you. See? <laughs> I reckon you could beat a pigeon. There you go. A chess. A chess. I reckon you could. I've got. Oh, I'd put money on you. Is what I'm really? saying. Yeah, I'm flattered. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have you two back in the studio. Actually, it's yeah, been a couple of weeks, isn't it? Well, yes. mate, we actually did a show from our lounge room last week. I don't know if Tim told you about this, and we couldn't release it <laughs> because we got too drunk and too loose. And there were some things that come out. We've just gone. We just can't put that out into the world, mate. Not when we're trying to let's get just, sponsors and do yeah, all these sorts of things. Let, so. Let's just say we got a couple of nasty letters from Ronda Rousey and Asher Kevin's management. <laughs> about Maybe you Gavin Robertson in that. No, no, we, we're not so well. scared of him. Yeah, no. Ronda Maybe Rousey. We have a uh, tribute show each week to a sportsman in Australia or a sportswoman in Australia who deserves more notoriety. Okay, and, and call it the Gavin Robertson Award. The, yeah, the or, you know, just have you know tonight's the Gavin Robertson show, and you know the, next week is the I Richard Cheekwee show. Sports person, yeah. well, Richard Cheekwee is a very good cricketer. Absolutely, so, you know, so, so they're you, also in the band Six and Out. So you know, there's a lot of things going on with those guys. <laughs> so Six and Out's the band that Brett Lee had, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. 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 Jeez, that's that's grim, isn't it? Now, but obviously one of those shows we'd have to do is the Lockie Stevens episode as well. Oh, absolutely. Well, that'd be well, straight no, for top. Why no, not? Because I'm a, I'm a guest on your show, so, you know, we'd have to come up with some other names, and I, I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. Well, you, um, you'll, you'll be on one to Ashley Giles, isn't it? You think? I'm always on about Ashley Giles. Mm. 
Because uh, well, he played a lot of Test cricket, though, Tim. He did, and he used to bowl in speed dealer sunglasses, yeah. and he used to get absolutely carted about the ground. And I just want to preface every time I hang shit on any international cricketer. Of course, they played international cricket, and yeah. I played under sixteen C's at Melbourne Grammar yeah, and look, bowled six wides. So I think again, you're probably pretty harsh on Ashley Giles. Like played in a two thousand and five Ashes winning team for England. Hang on, hang on. Point of order there. Point of order there. Oh, I could have bowled off spin in that two thousand and five series, and they still would have won. I don't think he did much. You reckon? Yep. I think it was McGrath standing on that ball, yep. wasn't it? That was the deciding moment of that series. And Shane that Warren. ball actually got me out of the series. And Shane Warne dropping Kevin Peterson mm. at the Oval in the last game. That's what not really series. Oh, yeah. One of the best months of sport ever. Yeah. Uh, what about the Olympics, Lockie? You've been watching them, mate? Absolutely none. No, nothing? Um, no, you know, obviously I asked for a phone call tonight before 9 o'clock because I am at the end of my powers at about 8.30 uh, with my little fella. So um, I have not seen much. I, I know the uh, the um, women in the pool in particular have been very impressive. Dominant. Dominant. Mm. Um, and look, it's, it's wonderful when you can still train throughout 2020 and the rest of the world actually can't. So you can turn up to the Olympics the next year with the sort of extra year's preparation on you. So it sounds like um, a conspiracy theory, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, I think, well, I think that's probably quite true. A lot of the other events it. and stuff around the world were taken away from a lot of athletes. So there's a reason why quite a few of them are struggling, I think, and, and a reason why Australia are probably excelling. But also, at the same time, there's some wonderful swimmers in the Australian team. Don't get me wrong. That's is, there, it. is there any sports where you've thought, why are we watching this? Well, you haven't really watched it, have you? <laughs> it's probably some no, question. I haven't been watching much. I'm still not sure why tennis and golf are part of the oh, Olympics. Yeah, 100%. Hundred percent. And I think we're going to talk about that later. Anyway, we've got that as part of our "That's Crap" segment. We've got a, a few there. Yeah. Um, I think Tim brought but, it up. But great, to, great to see twenty Grand Slam winner Novak Djokovic really, you know, really keeping uh, <laughs> the good name of sport going at the Olympic Games. You know, and something that he should just be one of the heroes at, uh, yeah. continuing his trend of being an A grade um, a hole. Yeah, yeah, not, not a great representative, I don't think, of sports sometimes. And I think he wonders, often wonders why he's not compared to the other two greats of his generation. And I think he proved it to himself again this week. Yeah, he's, not, he's not loved, is he? Wonderful player, but uh, no, I can't can't say that I've heard him being respected around the traps by a lot of the players. Because he's a cock. There you go. <laughs> you said it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Jeez, even Gavin Robinson didn't cop that much of a week No, because as I'm led to believe, Gav Robinson's actually probably a decent guy, and yeah. whereas Novak Djokovic is a pill. Well, he, he might be a decent guy, but he's going to be shattered when he hears his show. Right, well, he's a big fan. <laughs> well, I think we've defended him, haven't we? I mean, it's only, it's only the critiques that have compared your show to Gavin Robinson, and I think we've shown another side to him that that it could be a, a very good cricketer and a very good radio show. That's Maybe it. that letter that, that mailed in, it was from Mark from Lucas. Maybe it was Gavin himself just saying, look, no one's talking about me these days. Maybe I'll give myself a little plug. That's it. Right. Yeah. Right. You've got to create your own media somehow, don't you? And that's why I'm on your show. Is really, you know, my profile's taken a dip in the last six months, and yeah. I'm without work, so I'm really trying to, uh, you know, increase my coaching profile through uh, through your good through, show. Through and well done on the and, uh, and well on sponsors recently, guys. Too, I saw the, the new sponsors have come on board. That was good news. It, it was great until we tried a bit of their product over the weekend, mate. And yeah, wow, the high alcohol content was noticed. And and you know, we're like a frat house at the moment, anyway, Lockie. It's crazy at our place at the moment. So, uh, yeah, yeah, made for a big weekend. So we love our friends at Fat Pixie. Thank you for dropping off a couple of slabs. Um, Wonderful. Dropped off two slabs on Friday. They're gone, <coughs> mate. Between the two of us. So. That's it. All right, we better keep going. Okay. Lockie, get some sleep. 
All the very best. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the Donald Trump medical advice. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, you're right. Anytime. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Thanks, Lucky. See ya. Bye bye. Uh, I think we should have a song. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, now, I haven't got one ready. Well, what would you like to hear, Tim? Anything but Tim Buckley. Okay. What about this? Yeah. So, we were going to play the jingle straight after that song, as we agreed just then. I'm sorry, Tim. I'm so distracted, aren't I? I'm you are. I'm really uh, on the ball. On the bobby ball. So, let's have, a, let's have the jingle. Uh, for that crap? No, I think so. Don't believe the hype. That's actually crap. So many things to talk about, so little time, but uh, look, I'm going to kick this one off. It's a broad category. It's a broad one, but I think trying to organise a group, or pretty much organise anything, but particularly a group of people to do something which actually requires them to be in the same place at the same time. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So we actually spoke about this bit before. So the first thing is you go, right, you think back to when we used to have video stores. Mm. You take your mates over, you go, right, are we going to go and pick a video? Right. Have you seen this? Nah, I've seen it. Uh, have you seen someone? Oh, no, I heard it's rubbish. Now, have you seen this? Oh, it's only got Betamax. Yeah, it's always uh, someone that's a problem in there. Oh, and just, it just took forever mm. to do it. And eventually you'd end up walking out with Action Jackson for the fifth time because it was there and you all liked it. Basic instinct at our place. <laughs> they got a rerun about 20 times. So, but we, we, there was a part of that video that just went black and white because they got it run over so many times. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think it's uh, like I've got a good group of mates from school and mm. trying to organise a holiday, like a trip away. Oh, my word. So many times someone yeah. can't do it for this reason. Right. Someone pulls out or someone's got yep. something on. There's about eight blokes. You just cannot organise. It's no. almost impossible. Well, if, if something far more immediate for the two of us. We're trying to organise a game of tennis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, both it's, been keen tennis players as we are. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> we're but, uh, I went and bought some rackets today. Did you? Um, and the reason why people at home that we were keen to play, it's not because we're inspired by the Olympics or anything or Novak. It's more because we've just joined a club around the corner. So uh, there's a gym and there's tennis courts and a swimming pool, and we've joined that. Can I tell the story of what happened? No, not yet. Please, I'm still working through it. Oh, now, oh come on. <laughs> All right, won't tell it. So, but trying to organise that game. So it was going to be tomorrow night, and then it was going to be Sunday and then it was going to be Wednesday. And now it's, it's just, back to tomorrow night again. Is it? Are you sure? I don't know. I don't <laughs> it's know. just trying to organise something as small as four people playing tennis Yeah, for and an it hour. should be easy, shouldn't it? It should be easy, but yeah. it's not. So I'd just like to say, can I have that as that's crap? Absolutely. Thank it's you, one of your better ones, actually. I yeah, think. I thought so too. Thanks. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so that yeah. wasn't crap. Yeah. No, that was. <laughs> that was crap. All right, what do you got? Uh, I have got, so obviously we're in the Olympic theme. We just spoke to Lockie about some of the new sports, mm. tennis and golf. I think you made a really good point the other day that if the Olympics isn't the pinnacle of a sport, then it shouldn't be in the Olympics. 100%. So, for example, you're swimming, you're running, all those sorts of things. Weightlifting. Uh, they do it to get an Olympic gold medal. That's the pinnacle. That's right. So that's their grand final, so to speak. That's right. But when you've got something like tennis or golf, I'll say, let's let's look at tennis, right? So Ash Barty. Great example. Do you, think, do you think she'd be that worried that she didn't get Olympic gold after winning Wimbledon a couple of weeks ago? I don't she'd think so. still be blind, wouldn't she? Yeah, I think so. She's, I would be. And she's a Tigers fan, so she's got bigger fish to fry at the moment. Yeah, too. Well, She's probably struggling. That's yeah. why she's down at the moment. But you're right. So, you know, the entire country pretty much stopped that night and watched her win Wimbledon. Yeah. No one gives a toss. How good was it, mate? It we're, was fantastic. We were at the pub, weren't we? We were at the pub. It was fantastic. Yeah. And, but like, no one cares whether she won gold medal or not. No. Same, no. same as like golf. Like golf. Like golf. Yeah, couldn't give a rat's toss bag. No. So, no, surfing. 
Yeah, all those sorts of ones. Like they, that's not their pinnacle. They, they've added it in because they want to be more inclusive or hip. whatever, hip or whatever it is, and they always introduce new sports. But I agree with you. That what your statement was was perfect. It should be sports where the aim of that sport is to win an Olympic gold. Thank you. Yep. And there's other sports that shouldn't be in there just because it's rubbish, right? So three-on-three basketball. In yeah, the I mean, what's that? What's that? So does that mean we get beach cricket in? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, down ball? I'd be good at beach cricket. I might, I might still make the Australian Olympic team. <laughs> you know, down ball, yeah. yeah what you else? Know, you know, beach cricket specialists. What about keep things off? Yeah, keep things off, yeah. yeah. Or you can say keepings. Or what do you say? Keep things off. Different strikes of different folks. Yeah, same, yeah. same game. Same I think. game. Uh, or maybe they can have two versions of it. Two you know, British levels. Bulldog. In the British Bulldog. That'd be good. Poison ball. Poison. But, yeah. You know, I think we need to get writing an email to the International Olympic Commission and get this happening. Who's in charge in here? I don't know, but it used to be Juan Antonio Samaranch. Too. Yeah, but he became a little bit needy. Yeah, needy. Bit, yeah. yeah took a bit too many bribes. Yeah, to extra payments. Um, yeah, so look, uh, I will agree. Uh, that's crap, Lukey. Yeah, thanks, mate. I reckon we're looking all right. Yep. So what are we doing now? Song. Song. for the Justin Murphy Award. Don't look at me like that. It no, was nearly smooth. It was good. It was good. It was better than it was last time. Smooth. Anyway. Yeah, I know. Last time I wasn't ready at all, was I? So um, why aren't I ready, Tim? Mm. What am I doing during the breaks? Sorry, it says Tim, I was having a drink. <laughs> now we have a bit of fun, don't we? We, we do. Yeah. It gets crazy in here during it, the breaks. It does. Yeah, oh, it's just, just back and forth. Yeah. It's like a circus. In fact, we might even show people, you know, film yeah. some of it, and people can sort of. Can drink. we show the, the bearded lady in the midgets or not? <laughs> we'll no. have to ask them. Yeah, maybe so, sex the flight twirlers. And we shouldn't put it on. But. <laughs> so, the Justin Murphy Award, named after a sook or a whinger or someone who carries on, we've got one, a little bit of an abstract one. I've got it written down here as girl from cafe please tell me more so i told you this story the other day so uh, when we went into this club or or place that we went to join the other day i went to walk in and there was a lady coming in as a carer with someone in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. and they couldn't get into the little cafe next door because there's no ramp out the front you have to actually go through the main door Mm -hmm. and then turn right into the uh, separate door to the cafe and they they couldn't go through there was you needed like a swipe card to get through there into the into the cafe. So uh, I went round. I said, look, just wait here. I'll go get their attention. I went round and there was a lady. You're a, a good bloke. Oh, you know, he's trying to do your bit, help you people do. out. There was a, a lady and a man who were behind the counter who worked there. Mm. It looked like he was some sort of manager or owner type and mm-hmm. she was just the waitress. But she was complaining about her hours. Something didn't match up in her pay or whatever oh, it was. I, I waited patiently mm-hmm. for them to finish. They knew I was there. They kept talking. And finally, I said, oh, excuse me, there's a lady over here with a wheelchair who needs to get in that door. How do I get it open? And she said, yep, I'll be with you in just one minute. But then went straight back to a conversation like I wasn't even there. And mm. I waited probably another 20, 25 seconds. My blood's starting to boil, right? And there was another lady that was just there waiting as well now. She's walked in, was waiting for her. They like, just like decided a customer. To have a, a customer, yeah. Mm. They just decided to have this conversation about their wages and that. And in the end, I've gone, um, excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt, but can we get this door open for this lady in the wheelchair? Mm. And she goes, yes, I'm coming. I mean, you don't have to be so impatient. Oh. 
And I've oh. just gone, you are kidding me, are you? And it was just lucky at that moment, as she started walking around the counter to come and help out, a person from inside the actual club part yeah. come over with their swipe card and let the lady in with the wheelchair. And so she didn't even help in the end. And she just acted like I was the biggest prick for mm. interrupting her conversation when it had been at least a minute of me standing there waiting from the time I walked in to the time, you know, just come around and you can still talk while you're doing it. Would you suggest that in the 2021 COVID era, internet, would you say the customer service is dead? I think it's definitely dying. There seems to be a lot of impatience out there. I don't want to be seen like a whinger that I'm just having a bit of a sook. And this girl probably no, hang had, on, hang on. She had probably stuff on her mind, you know? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Her yeah. hours, apparently. Yeah, apparently. So, yeah. But there's someone in a wheelchair who might have been dealt slightly rougher cards in yeah, life than having a few then, hours muffed then, up on the pay. Exactly. Right? All that she had to do was walk around the bar, go she and swap the could have kept the conversation going. That's it. And, and and still talking because it wasn't like the, it's all open. Yeah. You can still talk, still there's line of sight. That's right. And could have kept going as she opened the door if she that's, wanted to. That's right. But instead, she just, like, I'll be with you in a second and then continued to have her rant mm. uh, and just left me stand there for a while. I thought, you know what? I've got stuff to do. And then, yeah. Um, and, sorry to interrupt, but then called you impatient. Yeah. Like, can you can you please be a little bit patient and said it in this real bad tone. And I just looked at it and I've gone, yeah, you're not going to last long in this industry. No. And so. it, yeah. How old was the roommate? Oh, look, I, I, she was only young. I'd say maybe 25, something like that, and just should know better. Well, you and know. you're, you know, and you're an elder statesman of the community now. Well, I feel like I've been around Nudging for 50, a while. So, oh god, I've gone up that far. <laughs> so, hey, listen, you're my partner now. Oh yeah, go. Uh, can we tell the story? Yeah, right. Oh, it's pretty funny. So we, uh, <laughs> when we went to join this club, because Tim's living with me now, I went to sneak him through on the membership as well. And when I first went in, there was a lady in there and she said, I said, oh, look, my roommate lives with me. Can I put him down? Well, she said, no, you have to be on the lease, right? So then another lady took me in for the induction and gave me a form to fill out. And I thought, you know what, I'll just chuck Tim on there to see how we go, right? And the lady goes, she's putting all the information in the computer and she goes, Tim Young, who's that? And I said, oh, that's my partner. And she goes, oh, oh, that's great. Well, we'll get him in there to take his photo and all this sort of thing. Like every, it all went out the window after that. It was, yep, we're happy to have him and very welcoming and that sort of thing. What are you doing, Tim? You're playing on your phone. I'm telling the story. I've heard it before. I've heard it about 17 times. Yeah, I know. I love it. We're we're partners now. Now, I didn't say it like, he's my lover. You know, hey, I didn't what? say he's my. What, what, do you think she might think that we're in business together or something? Well, that's what we are. We're oh. fat and ginger. We're, we're partners on a radio show. Is, and do you think that's what she thought? No, no I, I, I let me just say I was glad I was wearing my mask because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what do I have to do? What? Well, as my partner. No, no. I'm well aware of those hey, obligations. Don't worry, this gym membership is going to cost you a lot more than what it would normally. Um, no, I, I, I don't know what it's... Like, sorry, so do I have to go in and get like a membership card or something? Yeah, you've got to go in and get your photo taken. And do I have to like say, oh, oh I'm Luke Massey's partner? Yes. Yes, you do. You have to say, he's my lover. We'll be in later with the dogs. Lover. Yeah. Well, I'm just, Who says know, that? Well, I just don't want to be just a fling to you, Tim. You know, I want to be someone that you really have compassion for. You're a dickhead. Play a song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at it on your face. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Uh, welcome back. It is 10 past nine or 99.9. How's that? That's hard to say. Voice mm. FM, Monday night, Fat and Ginger, Luke Massey, bit Tim Young. Bit of a tongue twister, wasn't it? Bit of alliteration. Mm. There you go. What do you think of Tina? 
Oh, she's one of the sounds of my childhood. Yeah, she's great. I think. She? Simply the best was always a bit of a fire-up song. Mm, that's one of those big pump-up songs it on is. Firework, Katy Perry, yeah. without the plastic bag bit. You know? I'm, I'm with you. That's a weird lyric. Very weird. Very but weird. you'd forgive Katy Perry a lot of things. Um, but... I, look, <laughs> Tina Turner and, you know, all the songs from Mad Max and everything. She was huge during my youth. Yeah, she so was. So I'm a uh, big fan of Tina Turner. And I'm glad you put it in there. And I'm very grateful, too, that there's been no Tim Buckley and or Jeff Buckley. We, we did discuss Tim Buckley, didn't we? But you were very dead against it. And, and, look, when it comes to female singers, you seem to have a bit of a prejudice against some. So I'm just glad that you... Well, like hang on, it's not, it's, not, it's not a prejudice if I'm specific about who I don't like. So no, I didn't say I, like, I don't like all, all these... female particular. singers. Yeah, all this subset of female singers. I've said, oh, I don't like Missy Higgins. What has she done to you, mate? No, I just... Okay, sorry, don't like's probably a bit strong. I just... There's nothing there. Yeah? She, the music does nothing for me. No, fair enough. All right. Yeah, no, yeah, Missy Higgins. Tim, <laughs> Tim hates Missy Higgins. Oh, stop. That's what I get out of that conversation. Now, we have got a very, very special guest. Tell me about him. Well, his name is... Uh, hang on, I'm going to get my effect ready. Oh, you're going. Let's give it up for Ben Gaylard. How you going, guys? Mate, was that smooth or what? Yeah, we got Seamless. I see if Sandpaper, was that smooth? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about the origins of toilet paper before, Benny. Uh, now that you're talking about sandpaper there. Did you know how long toilet paper's been around for? Not sure. Oh, no, wouldn't have a clue, mate. Wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> no, it's not something you think a lot about, is it? <laughs> we found out that it was only, uh, it's only been the last hundred years or so, mate. It's become popular and widely used, which is a worrying sort of thing, I suppose. Mm. History must have smelt bad. Yeah, it must have been. So, must have been a lot of shit going down. It's funny thinking about, like, I was thinking recently, you know, I've got a three-year-old, and it just changes your relationship with shit entirely. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Three years, like, if I went to a, I went to, when I used to go to a public toilet, all right, I'd build a nest with toilet paper around I was that I look mate I, I, I could afterwards it's completely changed my relationship with shit having a child yeah well it's the first time I remember the first time I had to do one of my kids mate and it's the first time you cleaned up someone else's besides your own isn't it yeah that's right that's right I've travelled through China and India so and in Asia so I've been to some pretty crap shitty toilets over the years yeah, yeah I, you know it's funny out of those three countries China probably took the you know, I needed to go and I went into the, the toilet, and like there was just, it was like cow pats, mate. Like, I'm like, it's not that hard to aim. You know, you guys are like the best Olympic divers, you can, you know, but you can't find <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> They're probably some of the countries where you need a good toilet too, Ben, because some of the foods you eat aren't your conventional foods that you'd eat here. It's funny, I've only ever not been able to go in one toilet, and that was um, the Delhi Zoo, because the, the zoo's really cheap to get heaps of people there. Like, I got within 10 metres of it, hit the sm- uh, smell, and I swear to God, everything just retreated back up my bowels. It was just like, <laughs> I can't. Abort, I, abort. I, I cannot do, I cannot deal with that. Yeah, mm. but no, that look, I, I, I mean, it's not a necessity toilet paper, really. Like, Well, the, those countries yeah, that you mentioned, you, having been through a couple of those myself, mate, we, you don't necessarily have toilet paper uh, as a standard item in some of those toilets. They just have a bucket in the corner. That's true. That's right. The first time I went into one, I didn't know what I was meant to do. Like, don't explain. You know, you you know, you, you go to in, was Indonesia and you're like, you, you get there and you're like, no one explains this to you. Like, what the bucket's for? Mm. You're just sort of lost. <laughs> it know? should be on one of those visitor cards you fill out at the airport, shouldn't it? <laughs> the bucket. We, we do it for their countries. Like, you know, when you go to the airport, there's like signs. You know, don't stand on the toilet. 
Um, <laughs> there is you know. two. You're right. Yeah. But why don't, why don't, why don't, when I go to Indonesia, there's little signs that, you know, show that you put the water in the left hand, not the right, and, and you, yeah. Don't drink the bucket. I figured it out eventually. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Try, it's trial right. and error. <laughs> What's they say? Necessity is the mother of all invention, Ben. That's right. So. When you got to go, you can go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, we might change the topic, mate, because we've been talking about shit for about the last five minutes. We talk about shit in my comedy or anything like that. So. <laughs> now, how are you going with your comedy, mate? We haven't seen you for a little bit because none of us have been able to do any comedy, which sucks. Have you been able to get any stage time lately? I, I had my first gig and it was the worst gig I've ever done. I, I froze for two minutes. I could not remember. But literally for two minutes what I was meant to say. And yeah, like, I learned a lot out of that, though, because, you know, it was the first gig after 18 months of not gigging and tried new material and stuff, like, that I wasn't that confident with. And mm. I, I probably broke every rule of comedy, you know, don't have too many beers beforehand. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Keep your pants on. Uh, look, you know, like, yeah. So I've had a bit of a break. I haven't really pushed anything. I'm just sort of... After that, just thinking, you know, get your health right and all that sort of stuff. And then, uh, yeah, comedy comes second after that, I guess. And but, uh, where, where was the gig that you did? I was in Hamilton. I was, yeah, I was, and there was, the, like, there was, yeah, two actual, the like, three actual professional comedians. And I should have been able to mix it with them, but I, like, just did not, yeah, just didn't think about it enough. But, you know, it's, it's but anyway, you can't, you can't, uh, I mean, I guess I'm pretty proud that I stuffed up, but then I sort of got back on track for a while. Yeah, you managed to get him uh, back. Uh, yeah, and then I started losing at the end. It wasn't, it was like one, probably my worst gig I've ever done, but look, I learned that, you know, just if you haven't done a gig in a while, just run with the stuff you know. Yeah, the no, words, definitely. You know? Yeah. yeah, something that you know you're comfortable with. Absolutely. Life, life doesn't have a rewind button, so I can't, you know, like, yeah. yeah That'd be good, though, wouldn't it? Oh, a oh. little do over button. Mate. I was thinking the other day, I think, like, I'm 39, I'm turning 40 next year, like, half time. And I was thinking, like, if life is a footy game and, like, you met, and you're, like, halfway through, you met, like, I don't believe in Jesus or whatever, but you met Jesus and he just gives you a run through of, you know, I would get the biggest fucking spray. So, like, <laughs> it would be, it'd be like, you know, like, there'd be a few things like, why did you pat that dwarf? Like, that <laughs> Yeah, I think that's one of the questions when you're going through the pearly yeah, gates. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, did you pat a dwarf? Yeah, Matt, sorry. Yeah. Down, downstairs for you. You can't come back from that. You can't, you know, like, uh, oh, mate. I still remember the look he gave me. It was, yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting by giving him a pat. Maybe a pot of gold. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't undo it. There's no rewind button. So, like, a pat of a dwarf, that's on my record. Yeah. Uh, have you looked yeah. good on a resume? Yes, it would. Dwarf padding, yep. Yeah, <laughs> Tick. But, you, know, like, you know, when I was growing up, they didn't mind getting tossed, but, like, you can't pat them. No, you know? no, they get sensitive about that sort of stuff, I think. Just checking the yeah. phone, hang on. <laughs> no, we're no, good. no calls. <laughs> yeah, no calls. No, that's all right. No one's listening, mate. We're, we're all good. Any, yeah. any, any dwarfs out there listening? No, nah, they can't reach the knobs, so <laughs> they can't turn it on. So what are you looking yeah. at me like that for, Tim? I didn't say they can't reach their knobs. I'm saying they can't reach the radio. Oh, Jesus, can we play a song? No, we're not going to a song. We just got Benny on, mate. So, uh, and then, so all right, comedy aside, mate, how's uh, lockdown in rural Victoria? Yeah, good question. I don't reckon it's that different. Like my life hasn't changed that much. Like drink, you know, I can still drink beer and shoot shit. Like it's, <laughs> it's a, not 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 at the same time. Can I just add that? 
Oh, but look, you know, like it's. I haven't found it too bad. I actually got my AstraZeneca to jab today. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, being 39, like I can't get Pfizer, and I just thought about it after a while. I'm like, you know, there's a one in a hundred thousand risk. Why the hell am I worried about this when you know, like, I've taken more drugs than Keith Richards? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Like, this is ridiculous. So I got the jab, and uh, yeah, no, I was. I haven't had any. No issues. No. No, no, I felt pretty crook, mate. I had the Pfizer one a few weeks ago, and I felt pretty crooked that night. Um, yeah. And had actually been in a situation. I did an MC job at Deakin University a couple of days before, which became a tier one or a tier two um, oh, that's right. zone. Too. So I was actually worried that I might have it. That's not why I went and got vaccinated. I'd already booked it in. But I was actually worried that I might have had COVID from that tier one or tier two site, and just from the effects that it come on really strong. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, look, I haven't had uh, any issues whatsoever with it. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm beginning to be able to count better, so I'm wondering if autism kicking in. But look, apart from that, <laughs> like, every, everything's all right, you know? Yeah, so, well, that, that was always bound to happen with the autism thing, mate, with all the stuff that we take these days, all the vaccinations we have. You know, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like, my, my sister's a full-blown anti-vaxxer, so, like, it does my head in. I can't, like... It's hard work, isn't it? Oh, but she doesn't say it to me. That's the thing. Like, I, it's all secondhand because I want to hear it so I can just say... Shoot her down. Like, idiot. Like, yeah. yeah it's, it's a hard one. It's a hard one. She's like, probably learnt the hard way, mate, not to uh, bring stuff up like that with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no. I, uh, I never... I don't know what I'm going to say most of the time. So, <laughs> like, I can, other people are terrified. Uh, yeah. What might yeah. be coming next? So, and yeah. are you finding, mate, uh, in the in the community that people are getting through, they're helping each other out, or is it more of a struggle, Benny? Actually, no. I actually had a lady. I don't know what. I can't remember what exactly happened, but maybe my card wasn't working, and she paid for my groceries. Like, really? You know, like, yeah. Like, this is a few months ago. I'm like, ripper. Like, the irony was though, I'd actually stolen a heap of shit in in the bottom of a green bag. So. <laughs> 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 she didn't have to pay for it all. Yeah, that's, that would have been a little comfort to her. It's like you know, American goat cheese. I, I like, I can't pay for it. Like, I, I've got to steal it. Like, I'm, and it's like, I'm fighting the man. Have a goat cheese at a time. You know, yeah. that stuff's yeah. expensive too. Yeah, yeah, twenty bucks. Yeah, you get a couple of those in. You've got fifty bucks discount on your shop. Like, yeah. so you're having, you're, you're forty bucks I mean, ahead. I get to the tech out and they go, like, do you have a rewards card? And I go, I don't really need it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've already taken my own reward. Uh, that's it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, yeah. um, the price of avocado sometimes you just go, uh, yeah, I'll sneak a couple of those in too. Well, the other one, my favourite one, is the uh, you know the mix and match. You know when you go to the mix and match nut thing. Then, yeah. and so you get yeah you know, cashews, you get you know all the most exotic nuts, yeah, yeah. salted peanuts. <laughs> oh, you just put it through as whatever. Yeah, that's right. Well, the way I look at it, mate, they they're the ones that decided to to get cheap and not have these people service yeah. and and start bagging your own groceries and putting it through yourself. You got to bring it on yourself. I'm not advocating for people. Oh, no, to steal. I should just say that right off the bat. When I'm stealing stuff like that, I'm like I'm just paying for time. Like you know what I mean? Like. I'm, yeah. Paying for the fact I have to do someone else's job. It's like um, an employee discount, isn't it? I just, I just find it funny what I steal. Like sometimes I'll like come home and I'm like, 
Why, why did I why, why did I do the stuff that's on special? It's <laughs> on special. I better get a couple, but I steal it. I'm cool with me. You should have uh, waited till it was full price to steal it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I know, I know, I know. It's a golden rule of stealing. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that you would have been a little bit peeved with that lady who paid for your groceries too, thinking, "Geez, I should have got more stuff." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine how said she goes, "I'll pay for you," and you go, "Oh, can you just wait there? Let's grab a couple more items." <laughs> I need some, I need some steak. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, community, it's funny, like, my neighbours are a bit anti-vax as well, it's, it's weird, it scares me, like, how many people are, like, worried about getting vaccinated all of a sudden, um, yeah, it's like, That's it's doing my head, it's doing, oh, it is, but, like, I've sort of come the other way now, like, I, look, I'd love to give my sister both barrels, but for most people, like, I realise that actually going hard in and calling him a dickhead isn't going to work. Like, no, they're, they're, they're setting their uh, beliefs anyway, mate. They're not going to change because you call them a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes me feel better, but, you know, like, if I crush someone's soul, like, that really, you know, I enjoy that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, look, yeah, I, I don't know. I, especially like, I don't know with your anti-vaxxer like, yeah. types, mate. We were talking to Sharon Andrews last week. I know you're a good friend of hers, too. She's taken yeah. a lot to the political parties and, has, yeah. and uh, getting stuck into them, mate, because there's plenty of anti-vaxxer types following Jackie Lammy and the likes of them. So she's a bit like oh, you, mate. Yeah. She likes to take people down that, that deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the thing about it is, though, like, my neighbour, like, it's just, it's a bit scary. She's doing a doula course. Do you know what a doula is? No. no. They, like, I don't know where the term comes from, but they, they're not a midwife, but they help people. They're there for the birth, essentially. But she was, she goes, oh, like, because she sent me this video of this deaf wit, like, I can't remember his name. I'm glad you didn't swear there, Ben. <laughs> Sorry? I'm glad you didn't um, say that full word there, the F-wit. Yeah, yeah, well, I think I've dropped the F-bomb about 18 times. <laughs> Six, I think, actually. That's all right. No one's <laughs> listening, mate. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, she's like, well, anyway, I won't go into the full story, but she's sitting on the fence with it all. And I think that's, you're not going to get through to my sister types who are like really hard in on it. But I just think there's a lot of people on the fence that we need to be kind to and to sort of explain the facts to. And, you know, you know, like I told her, you know, a lot of people, that, that, I don't know whether they, they don't watch the news, but they'll get things through Facebook or whatever. Mm. I think yeah. it's quite a problem. But, and, and there's a lot of misinformation you know, being spread too, Benny. I think I saw something in the other day but in the paper about how uh, the Astra, what's it called, AstraZeneca? AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca has had like a smear campaign against it that's, that's putting people off actually using it, whereas we've had Associate Professor David Griffin on the show here, mate. Paul Griffin. Paul Griffin. <laughs> there you go. Stewie Griffin, uh, who uh, he's one of the leading experts in Australia, just happens to be a mate of Tim's when Tim pretended to go to uni. And he's been yeah. on the show here and, and told us that, you know, this is we need to get everyone vaccinated for life to go back to normal. There's nothing wrong with it. The the chances of anything bad happening are that minuscule. One in a million. Uh, you're more likely to get killed on the way to get your vaccination by getting hit by a car than you are to do it by the vaccination. Yeah, I mean, that is so true, especially because I drive pissed most of the time, so. <laughs> it's probably probably in your car, it might be up a little bit high, you reckon? Yeah, like, yeah, no, anyway. But, yeah, look. <laughs> I'm like, that's not true. No, that's not. No, nah, we know, mate, and we know you don't really no, steal, steal from grocery stores as well. I'm general. I'm generally high, basically. <laughs> I, just, I just like. I just like to make that distinction. Yeah, uh, and there's a big difference, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When yeah, you're getting behind a wheel. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I look. I actually think that that I should be able to do like a test, you know. And if I drive better, I think I might drive better pissed and sober. So I'd yeah. like to do a test, but and I get like a card that says I'm allowed to drive it. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, up like to a certain cold. percentage. They put you on yeah, Daytona, like, the video game. <laughs> Rather than point oh five point five oh, just get a couple of numerals around the other way. I think you're right though. I know when I'm sort of no one borderline, I'm a lot more careful than when I'm completely sober and then I'm very easily distracted. Are you allowed to say that anyway? You like to say that you find women attractive? I'm not actually sure. Uh, I'm not sure, mate. No, I've never had anyone say that to me. So give us a call on five triple three one two zero one. Can we call you hot? <laughs> so hey, yeah, hey, Benny, we might go to a song, mate, and uh, come back to you. Is that okay if you hang around with us for a little bit? Sorry, I'm not really doing much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Now, because we're a proper professional radio show, I am going to have to hang up on you because we need this computer to play the song. Um, so we'll call you back in about five minutes. What, what song are you playing? Well, we are going to come out here, Benny, with... We had uh, Fly by Sugar Ray. Are you a fan? Wouldn't know who he is. Wouldn't know who he is. Well, how about we ask you then, Ben? What, what song would you like to hear? Well, I, I don't know what station to tune into, so it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> That's a fair point. Uh, a, bit, a bit of Bob Dylan I wouldn't mind hearing. You know? All right, let me see what I can do. Tim, if you could just take over the show for one second. Let me see if I can find a bit of Bob. Uh, Bob Dylan, uh, who recently won the Nobel Prize for Literature in the biggest rort of all time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, so you should be pissed off if you're a novelist and been trying your whole life you finally created your masterpiece and you get beat by Bob Dylan Bob, Bob Dylan so but look, good luck to him good yeah. luck to him do we have any yeah we got some here mate so Benny how about a little bit of the times they are changing that's great so right. you, I don't get to hear it <laughs> no we're going to hang up on you and play it for everyone else but you well the three people listening your mum your dad and your grandma they'll love it so they will well. love it they really like your selection already no, we'll be with you in a sec mate here's a bit of Bob Bob Dylan with uh, the times they are changing. It's 25 to 10 here at 99.9 Voice FM. I think we've got Benny back. Are you there, Ben? Yes, here. You yeah. can hear us, mate. Uh, what did you think of Bob Dylan there, mate? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that five minutes of silence was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was one of his latest releases. That was the book that won him the Nobel Prize for yeah, literature. That's right, just 600 blank pages. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but the meaning that's in it, you know, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, um, we, we wanted to talk to you about out in the bush there, obviously mental health is a massive issue in rural communities. And you've been a big campaigner yeah. around promoting uh, people looking after their mental health and, and whatnot. And the conversation. And, and, and that's right, and starting those conversations. And how has COVID impacted on all that? How has the lockdowns, I mean, has it had an impact out there? Although I, I, I'm not exactly sure. I imagine, I imagine it has. But, I mean, the biggest problem here is, like, there's like there's no psychiatrist in Hamilton. Like, you know, and that's 35,000 people or more, Greater Hamilton. Yep. It's, you know, like, it's not... They have, you know, like... Essentially, easier to get into the public system than the private system, which is here. Well, there is no private system here. So, mm. yeah, like, I guess from that respect, I don't know. I don't know because I, I don't reckon the bush, like with COVID, and I could be very wrong, would be as impacted as, say, Melbourne is where mm. your, your life is geared around, like, um, you know, like going out with, you know, the things you do are going out with friends and that sort of stuff. You're not home as much. Whereas again, well, here you can still go for a walk in the Grampians. You know, you, 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 what you do here is different to what you do in the city. Yeah. And I don't think, 
you know, especially in the later lockdowns, but you know, let's go. Like I've been fishing and stuff as long as we're in five k at home and, <clears throat> and that sort of thing. Like, yeah, I mean, but you know, in Melbourne, I would have thought and Geelong where you guys are and and, and Ballarat, your team, um, yeah, like I, I, you know, people, you know, there must be a lot of cafe owners and all that sort of stuff that are really yeah. on the brink. Doing yeah, it very, very, very I think tough. this last one especially, mate. People have just uh, had enough of it, and uh, yeah, we've we've yeah, seen that a lot yeah. with with not just uh, with adults, but with children yeah. as well. Mm. You know, they're really it's really starting to yeah. affect them now. Yeah. Whereas I just I don't quite feel it's been like yeah. You asked me if you know, how's it yeah, and I, I really can't say that I've had a conversation with someone where they're like. Look, I'm no, you know, I'm sure some of the shops and stuff are doing tough, but we've missed a couple of lockdowns in the bush as well. That's true. Apparently, your local supermarket's been doing it tough, Benny. Sorry. Apparently, your local supermarket's <laughs> been doing it tough. They've, <laughs> they've, they've run out of goat's cheese. They've lost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of Meredith goat's cheese. They're quite big jars. They're really hard to shelve. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just have to wait for that lady to come back and start paying for it for you. <laughs> now, obviously, you know, for people at home listening, they're just jokes. We're only joking about all that stuff. Do not steal from supermarkets. Uh, we would never think about doing know, things like right. that. I, I, I'm not joking about it at all. I can't <laughs> and, uh, it, is, it is just Robin Hood behaviour, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor like me. You yeah. know, like, so I can... Yeah. Why should I have danger rather than Meredith's goat cheese in my salad? You know, like exactly. Yeah. And there's no <laughs> actual Robin Hood around Hamilton, no, so you've got to right. take things into your own hands sometimes. That's it. Yeah. I, I even wear a Robin Hood costume when I go. And do <laughs> <laughs> Just so you blend into the yeah, goat so cheese yeah, aisle. Wouldn't, you wouldn't yeah, stand out at all, would you? Stand out, you know, like yeah. But you know. when you're talking about doing good things, like we we've been a little bit jaded, I think, over the last year. We've had three comedy nights cancelled in the last three Saturday nights, Benny, and got a little bit sick of because uh, a lot of a lot of organisation goes into these things, and just for them to get cancelled right at the last minute like that, it's mm. it's pretty frustrating. No, um, so what, what we've done is we've we've organised a rural tour. We're trying to organise a rural tour at the moment. We're just going to go and put on free comedy, mate, and just just around um, a few different places. Uh, so we might see what you're doing, and maybe uh, Hamilton. Was one of the towns we discussed, yeah, wasn't we it? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, we might have a chat to you off air and uh, and see if we can maybe uh, do that towards the end of the month as well. I mean, the other options are you know, there's a lot of don't go. I don't even have the comedy road Yeah, it's so. breaking up a little bit there, uh, Benny. It's a bit I harder to hear. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. How have you guys found the whole look where you are? Are you, are you guys coping all right or? Well, like you know uh, people who aren't coping. Look, yeah, what, what sort of... Yeah, like you said, a lot of business owners, mate, uh, are struggling. Um, yeah. I think this last one's really going to hurt a few, and a lot of, uh, are starting to actually close now. Well, hospitality and, venues and stuff. Yeah, so that from that yeah. aspect. Uh, but like you said before about uh, being stuck in Melbourne as opposed to, to where you are in regional Victoria, uh, I've got friends that didn't see anyone for three months, mate. They, they live yeah. by themselves. They live in a little apartment in Melbourne, yeah. and they weren't able to go anywhere, so they just didn't see anyone. No, that's right. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's the thing, isn't it? And that, that might be the difference between yeah. what you're talking about, whereas at least you can still get out on the farm or, or wherever it is and, and, and do some things and, and still feel a little bit normal. That's you know? right, yeah, and get out and do what you usually do. And I guess the other thing is, too, is I guess a lot of the cafes and that here were able to do takeaways, and I don't think – because there's not the competition, I think 
you know, if people want on a Friday night, you know, whereas they might have gone out, they're like, oh, we'll just grab it and take it home. So I, from, yeah, just my observation, a lot of the cafes were still quite busy even in, in lockdown. I mean, when there was restricted movement from Melbourne, of course, like you had, yeah, a lot, you didn't have the tourists, we're a tourist town. So, yeah, I mean, that hurt. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I imagine it's really bad. But, yeah, in, yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess we haven't seen it here. And, and you wonder how some of those, uh, the, when you said you're a tourist town, how are those people coping when there's no one coming out? I know originally after the first major lockdown, we tried to give people vouchers to get them out into the community. You know, is that something that, that we should be looking at again, do you think? Well, I guess the, I, 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 like, I would say, though, look, that I reckon there's been more tourists this year when it's when it's been out of lockdown and Melbourne could come because you can't travel overseas. I've actually found like yeah, it's 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 feast or famine at the moment. Like as mm-hmm. soon as it's out of lockdown, everyone get out and they want to come and you know they're too scared to go into state because you don't know whether you're gonna get stuck there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I reckon it's been like a bit of a boom in some respects, and I think it's something that'll last a couple of years because I don't. I, uh, you know, with a 14% vaccination rate, I don't think we're any of us are travelling overseas anytime soon. No, we're no. Gonna, this is going to be ongoing for quite a few years to come, Absolutely. unfortunately, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's that's part of the reason I got vaccinated. It's like, you know, today with the AstraZeneca, I was like, yeah, like, I want to get out. I want people to be able to travel again. I want, you know, I'm do- I actually saw it as a bit of like, you know, doing it. Yeah. My, you know, my, my grandfather, he, he lied about his age. He was too old to go to World War Two, but he lied about it so that he could go. And he, you know, carried a Bren gun through jungle and stuff like that. So, he, which is a machine gun for those who don't know. So they're, they're the first person you ought to pop off. Like, you know, he had a, like a, you know, he had a one in five chance of coming back either dead or wounded, yeah. seriously mm. injured. So all I have to do is take one hundred thousand chance with AstraZeneca to help my country. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought about it in that respect. I thought, you know, this is ridiculous. What, what you know? Well, it's just. Very, look, very similar, aren't they? Very similar. It's like yeah, the lockdown where everyone said, oh, this is this is the worst thing ever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's no war. You know, we're not ever yeah. seeing our young men off to die. It's not the worst it's thing. Just we just, just yeah, yeah. cook some sourdough and, and watch Tiger King. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I've been shot at, but that was my neighbour, you know, like that's, uh, that, that's normal behaviour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they have some good feuds out there in the country, mate, do they? <laughs> Oh mate, I'm in the biggest feud of all time. It's quite funny, but anyway, yeah, my 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 life theory of never backing down it does create a few issues. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's good you got to hold your ground sometimes. But no, look, yeah, I've, I feel for people in Melbourne especially, and and look, I, I think I think look, I'm someone who loves overseas travel, but like we did this, year, my wife and I went down to Tassie and stuff with the little fellow and did camping. We after the first lockdown. Uh, yeah, it is great to to go and see your own country as well. Like, I mean, I love the thrill of being overseas and that that feeling you know, in India that you could die at any second. I really like that <laughs> adrenaline. But I know what you mean, Aiden. If you ever want to see Australia, now's the time, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. I mean, Tassie was brilliant. You know, like, yeah, cold, but no, it was a pretty amazing place. So, yeah, because I've got, I mean, you guys might or might not know, I've got a conservation biology degree. So, getting down there and seeing some of the wildlife was pretty awesome. So, yeah, yeah. excellent. I left Tassie Devils when I was down there, actually. Did you really? They're not well, the ones that yeah. extinct, are they? It's a Tassie tiger that's ex- extinct, yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did see one of those, but I was high when I saw it. So, <laughs> I, 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 I may have broken into the museum at night and just been staring at a taxidermied one thinking it was moving. I don't know. It could be that. But, yeah. I, I'm yeah. quite happy to take your word for it, yeah. Ben, that they exist. Absolutely right. Yeah.
So yeah. having having seen how good a driver you are at that particular time, <laughs> um, I think uh, you know finding Tassie Tigers is going to be easy for you. I um, I had to get my car serviced today, and um, they actually has put a rope around the bull bar and, with a big tractor and bend it back out so they could open the bonnet to surface it. That's how. Maybe maybe that license for point five oh, we might have to rethink it. <laughs> that's right. But they're all but that's what I'm saying. They're all been when I'm sober. Like, I've, <laughs> I've never hit anything drunk. Like, yeah. it's, like I should be out of drive. They should be encouraging it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make the road safer, you think? Um, yeah, look, Ben, no, we're, we're almost out of time, mate. Want to thank you so much for yeah, coming on the thanks, show. Buddy. Always great chatting to you, just in general, but also uh, about comedy and things like that, mate. You've always been a, a great fellow to have along to the gigs. I hope things work out with your neighbour. Maybe if you stop trying to steal his goats to make your own cheese. Uh, it might yeah. be better, but uh, I'm sure there's more to it than that. I don't steal his goats because I've got to prize them off his dick if I'm doing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope he's listening. Do you need to listen to Fat and Ginger? He might. Absolutely. Yeah. I really hope. But Peter Austin, if you're out there, you're a f- uh, yeah. <laughs> I almost certainly not, mate. We've got no listeners. I'm pretty sure they're not listening in from Hamilton, but uh, maybe someone knows well, Peter Austin. They can pass it on. Yeah, they can pass. They can pass it on. Like, yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I never get to speak to him. I only ever get abusive texts. So, like, I'm looking forward to shoving his head in a toilet one day. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I'm only saying that threat because I know what no one's listening. Yeah, I know, I know. But if it ever does happen, please let us know. We'd like to ask about the experience. Have you back on the show? Uh, you know, it's funny, like, you know, you know, all the one punch and all that sort of stuff. But I'm like, and I know I can't do it because I'll get, like, a criminal record, but I really just want to f- beat the shit out of him. Like, <laughs> I really, really, and I think it's justified. Like, it should yeah. be like, I reckon you should, that's like the point of fighting. I reckon you should be able to go to the cops go, Here's my reasons for about to hit this person. Yeah. Is it okay? And they just give you a stamp. And you can't king hit them with behind. You've got to say, I'm about to punch you in the face. Yeah. And like give give them fit. Like, not like an old, you know, like a jewel. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. He used to slap him with the glove in the old days. You should be able to on. do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. All right, boys. I'll let you go. You're a champion. <laughs> Good on you, Benny. Good to speak to you, mate. Ta-da. See you, mate. Well, we always go on about that no one's listening. If anyone is listening, that's, surely that's going to be. This is the time we're going to get a call. That's right. Surely, if anyone's listening there and you're not offended by anything that's happened tonight, <laughs> I don't know. You should ask yourself some really serious <laughs> right. questions. We, we covered all bases. Oh, we did. Sorry, we didn't. Ben covered all bases in that interview. <laughs> it's, it's hardly an advertisement for TAC or something, <laughs> oh, is it? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, do you want a bit of sugar, Ray? Yeah, go on. I, uh, I actually quite like that. Yeah, I thought it might be something that you would get yeah. into. It's a little bit fly, a little bit hip. It is, yeah, just like me. Um, it's like you, mate, yeah. It's from his album I got called 100 Greatest Songs of the 90s, and there's some gold on there, mate. Oh, hello. Yeah. That'd be right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, you'd like it. Look, I think it's time for us to go. Yeah, I think so. I think we've done the damage that we came here to do. Yeah. Uh, just all complaints out to Voice FM, PO Box. Yeah. What are we nine, doing? 9562, Ballarat, Barclay Square, 3350. Send it to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, look, I like how we didn't put out the, the podcast we recorded at home 
last week. That's true, yeah. Right, because we're worried about the standards that we went to. And then we get Benny on and he's just dropping F-bombs left, right and centre, talking about stealing from grocery stores, <laughs> driving while drunk. And high. Look, it was hilarious. <laughs> and that's what he's trying to do, obviously. He is, you know, yeah. He's just trying to get a laugh and he's very good at that. He is. Um, I don't think that he really does those things. I don't, he doesn't. He's a very oh. straight-laced individual. So, <laughs> look, uh, I'd like to thank you, Luke, for coming once again. Oh, I'd like to thank you, Tim, for having me. No, absolutely, any time. And uh, thanks to Voice FM because they uh, had us here this week. So. Yeah, so they've, been, they've rolled out the red carpet tonight. They, they have, yeah. They, they yeah. were here to say good day to us. Um, thanks, Ben Gaylord, for being on the show. Thanks to former Shield cricketer Lachlan Stevens. Yep. Thanks to Justin Murphy for having another award in his honour. And thanks to you, the listeners, for hanging with us for two hours. God bless and good night. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Shut down.